everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ambivalence. I'm Scott. With me is Nick. Hope you all had a great Easter. And joining us is Heather. Heather Wheaton from the Demi Room. Hi. So stoked you could be with us. Yay. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I need an excuse to use it. Sweet. Sweet. Appreciate it. Did you both have a nice Easter? Um, well, yeah, for us here, it was just pretty much, you know, an everyday Sunday, um, you know, for a house full of atheists and non-believers, you know. <laughs> and, you know, luckily my kids have outgrown the Easter bunny and the mm. egg chasing thing. I have a 19-year-old and a 13-year-old. So for some reason, they insisted on, you know, still having Easter dinner. So... I did have to get up and cook and do all that shit, but not till like three in the afternoon. So it was pretty much a hang out in your room and drink coffee all day kind of day, which is completely okay with me. So what's, nice. what is a, what is the Sunday feast consist of? Oh, it was, they insisted on ham and mashed potatoes and gravy and rolls and, you know, all of that traditional sort of like an Easter ham dinner holiday spread kind of a thing where you have a fridge full of leftovers for a week that you're <laughs> not going to touch. Oh, I can relate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you guys, you, you have a, Nick, you don't have kids, do you? No, I don't. No, Sweet. just my dogs. So, Scott free yourself too. But Scott, did you guys do the whole Easter bunny? and um, not, thing? not the Easter bunny, but we, we had Easter both Saturday and Sunday. So wow. my wife's, yeah, my wife's family celebrates Saturday. So my nieces, my nephews, my sister-in-law, my wife's aunt all come over for a big Easter dinner, as you call it, with like the, the fixings, like way more than enough food. Yeah. Because um, that, that's how they feed everybody is like way too much. Right. And then um, my, my daughter, this was like a Christmas for her, I swear. Everybody, everybody gave her an Easter basket. I think she got another like five. She got one from us, my wife's grandpa, my sister-in-law, my my in-laws, and then Saturday we went to my parents' house where she got yet another basket. So it was just all this shit she's gonna lose and all this candy we're gonna like just feast upon. She enjoyed it and she she liked (laughs) looking for eggs too, but. Well, you know, that's way way too much, you know? Yeah. It's totally the point for the kids, you know? And my situation is, is that, you know, I miss the Easter baskets because I get to steal all the chocolate and the, and the black jelly beans and they don't do that anymore. And I'm like, what dude? Wait a minute. You you like the black jelly beans? beans? What? (laughs) Black. I am a massive licorice fan, but yeah. So, you know, I lost out in that respect, you know, and I even asked the 13 year old, I asked him, I said, Sammy, do you actually want a basket? Do you want to do eggs and things? And he's like, he's like, no, just get a dozen donuts from Duncan and I'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can come over and pick out every black jerry bean you want. (laughs) That that is heaven to me. I'll Kevin. send them to you in a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much the queen of, of you know, disrespected candy adoration. So if you yeah, don't like it, I love it, essentially. That's, 
That's the most disrespect. Then a candy corn, to do the most disrespected candy. No, don't don't you talk bad about my candy corn. Oh, <laughs> because I love candy corn, and it's Me the most too. disgusting, sickeningly sweet thing you could ever ingest. And I just, oh I, oh my god, just plow through that shit for sure. I eat two and I feel terrible. I, I don't know. If <laughs> yeah, you do. You're like instantly nauseous. Instantly yeah. nauseous, but you can't help but go back for more and just exactly. regret it. They're oh, so yeah. good. I don't know. You guys are badasses. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's like with every regret, it starts out with an, you know, just a complete love and devotion. So, you know, you've got to you've got to live your life for love and devotion and, you know, admiration for those things and people you love. And, you know, 95 percent of the time we end up regretting it. But God dang it. Was it good going through it? That's a great outlook. That is a yeah. very good outlook. Yeah. I had a client at work today tell me I should be a counselor. And I was like, hmm, well, now maybe I'm beginning to reconsider, you know, my, my paths in life. Yeah. I'll be, that's I'll be, <laughs> go ahead. No, I so said that's funny. I have, a, uh, I have a degree in human services, associates. Hmm. Do you really? I, yeah. Well, that's I work what I do. But I don't. I work, I sell uh, air conditioners. Right on. <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> so you don't work in health and human services, and it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's such, you know, it's such a desperate field right now. I know I for know, us here, know. you know, I work in the office of family independence, and so I'm the person that sets people up and you know calculates and budgets their eligibility for things like you know Medicaid and and SNAP for the food grants and the TANF grants and things like that. And we are just absolutely swamped right now. So if you ever consider moving to Maine, you know, look me up and I will hook you up with a job. No problem. I really appreciate that. But we just bought a house and we really want to move into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which house, house update for all of you who've been with me. Uh, we have a move-in date. Holy shit, we finally. Have, we, we booked movers for the 28th of May. Wow, wow, that's exciting. Yes. Is this it your is. first time buying a house? This is our first house. This is my wife's second, but like our first forever mm-hmm. home. Um, yeah, it's our first forever home. <laughs> like yeah, that. yeah, it is. It is like we put a lot of time and money into this thing. It's a quad, huge mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, great, we have it's a gay community, so you know, a, a lots for like our daughter to grow up in parks, there's lakes, there's a pool. Like just yeah. the, it's perfect, but like it's been over a year since you bought this house and been working on it. So we Dang. really want to get in. I know. Well, we didn't hire yeah. to do it. And it's so great that you've had the opportunity to like live elsewhere while you're doing it because every house my ex husband and I bought, you know, because and it, it, it was usually, you know, during some sort of like, you know, flip it, you know, that flipping market thing that was happening. You know, yeah. we're going to we're going to buy the cheapest, most rundown piece of shit we can find. We're going to fix it up and we're going to sell it for a lot of money. Yeah. Holy hell, the work that you have to do. Yeah. It's, it's atrocious. And he did it mostly, you know, all on his own too. So it took a lot of time and a lot of money and having to live in it while you're doing that, you know, I I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Like having, having no kitchen for months, you know, it's like, fuck. 
Lots of takeout. Yeah, there's no way. See, I could I could thrive in that setting personally. I don't think I'll ever I'll I'll never settle in one place. I can't I can't do it. Well, I think well for me personally, I grew up in the military, so we moved around all over the place. So when I met I met my husband out in Arizona, ran off, got married in Vegas, and he graduated first. And so his degree was in like economics and political science and shit, really kind of an East Coast degree kind of vibe. <laughs> and so my family's all here. So we moved back here. And I was like, that's it. I'm done with moving. I've moved my entire life. I've never really, th- this place has always kind of had my roots in New England, Maine and Massachusetts. But, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, my entire life I spent just moving around, bouncing, you know, from place to place. And I was like, dude, I'm, I need to like just stop and be in one place for a while. So, but now that, you know, I've reached 50 and my kids are older, I'm back into that whole like bohemian vibe where, you know, right now the market's super hot. I can get triple for what I owe in my house. And I'm like, you know what, dude, I could just sell this shit and go all Shawshank and get myself a boat on the Mexican beach <laughs> and like disappear and fix it up, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, the market sucks right now though. Yeah. Well, for buying, I mean, it's, for, for, buying, buying yeah. for, for buying, it's terrible. I have a yeah. couple friends who are looking and they've been looking for like Julie and I, we got really lucky with our house. It's just kind of where I place at the right time. But see, the thing yeah. is everybody's buying with cash mm-hmm. and the people that really need the house and, just, right. just getting outbought like in minutes. Oh yeah, right. we, yeah. we actually yeah, my- got lucky with with our daughter because the lady that we were up against a cash bid oh. because we were a starting family and this lady raised her family in this house. Aww. They yes, right? They're like, okay, another Jimma. You just got us a house. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You, you, you put. You put the emotional quotient into that, and that's yeah, that's really I hard. I was like, Jim, go tell her how much you like this place. Like, go, <laughs> go, you're pimping like, out, you're pimping yeah, out your kid. Yeah, yeah just it's, try fake some teas or something, but no, yeah, but it's 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 tough right now. Oh yeah, completely. You know, my dad, my dad, um, he's trying to convince me not to sell my house because essentially once I sell my house, I'm actually going to have to turn around and invest in something that's at the level of the market now, you know? So I bought my house, God knows, like a couple of decades ago. And like I said, right now in Maine, the market is, is it's a seller's market, Mm. you know, houses, houses that, you know, five years ago would have gone for a hundred or 125,000 are going for like 275,000. Yeah. The problem. Yeah. And the problem is here in Maine, I'm on the coast of Maine. And so it's a lot of out of staters coming in Mm -hmm. and buying up these houses. Like you said, Scott, like cash on hand and they're, they're gone in like two days. So it's increasing, you know, the prices of anything else, you know, around and you're just going to have to turn around and just drop all that cash into another place so Mm -hmm. so that's where i came up with my idea to just you know what take the money and run (laughs) like my own like thelma and louise scenario just i don't know if i'm thelma or louise but you know 
because we run away. Soup up a really cool school bus or something. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. I've seen people like live in buses. I had a cousin who lived in one, but he's kind of a dirtbag. But (laughs) that's besides the point, but it's possible. Well, you know, and that's a hot new thing now is like people are, are, you know, souping up all of these old school Airstream trailers. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, sort of like a, almost like a glamping kind of thing. You know, they'll buy buy these shitty ass little trailers from the 50s and 60s, but then they'll totally refit them and fix them up and sell them for oodles of cash, you know, and people just go around traveling and, and living in them and. Well, you also have those people that like that like buy like will like will build like little shacks in their backyard and then rent those out. Um, oh, dude! Yeah, oh. like that's a big, that's a big thing now too. It's like an Airbnb, but like you're just like staying in a right. shed that they built. Right, and you know, and I have a feeling that Airbnb scenario is what all of these out of staters are planning on here. You know, mm-hmm. because you know our our population you know doubles and triples in the summertime. And there's a fortune to be made, you know, for shit. Uh, so, but those those little houses, yeah, that would be great. I've I've often told the kids that one day, you know, I might just set up a little house in in the backyard, and <laughs> I have about a half an acre, and like and rent out the big house, you know. But yeah, I don't know, because yeah, it's not they a bad don't idea. It. No, it's, it's not. not. So. But yeah, homeownership—it's a big deal, and it's exciting, and it's—it's it's super, super fun when it's your first time, for sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So you guys are gonna have a lot of fun, you know, making oh, memories in a in a place that's all your own, like you know what I mean. So oh, that's for sure. Yeah. I can't wait to make them out. I got a bunch of posters. I got a frame and a bunch of <laughs> and, and a fridge in the basement, just begging to be stickered. So like, I cannot wait. Right. Yeah, because the the basement's gonna be like the party room. My wife's gonna have her little kiln art set up, but like that's where I'll put my record player and stuff. And there's a pool table down there that they left us, so it's gonna oh, be party wow. city. Yeah, it's gonna be party city once once you get moved in. That is that's that's incredible. Yeah, pool yeah. table left for you. That alone yes. is, is yeah. pretty magnificent. Sweet. We're just gonna get it. We're gonna get it refelted and just and just take advantage of it. Right. Hell yeah. yeah. The yeah. parente party pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Sweet. this community is going to get a, a wide awakening when I move in. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this fucking liberal for this fucking loud music and shit? The scourge of the neighborhood. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for the neighbors to hate me. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put pride flags up all over the place, man. I can't wait. Right. Is wait. it so, Is it like super Republican around there? Dude, I'm in Indiana. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know anything about Indiana. Uh, so. Indiana's, Indiana's a very red state. Okay. Um, there's yeah. some places. I guess like where I am, like in Crown Point. That's pretty open, but um, uh, the Four yeah. Seasons, it's it's a golfing community, so you got a lot of old white guys. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, there's, we see a few. Than, it can't be much redder than Florida down there where, where old Nick is, huh? Oh, you mean like, God. You mean when anything goes? 
the Florida, where the rules are, there are no rules, Florida? No, they're rules, believe me, and they suck. That's I, I got my opinions, but, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. Sure, I want to hear. I got time. No, I just, you know, fuck the governor and fuck the <laughs> politics, and yeah, that's my opinion. No, I get it. My dad's down in Florida, of course, you know, because he's like, Oh God, I'm going to get it wrong. I think he's turned 76 this past weekend and he's down in Florida and uh, he's on the East coast of Florida, but he is that guy. He is that conservative guy in Florida. He is right where he belongs. (laughs) So yeah, I have to have a no politics rule with my dad when he calls because he's that guy that will try to get you going and get your hackles up and, (laughs) you know, and growing up, I'm the only girl. And so it was always a fun game to play with Heather is to, to get her wound up and see who could piss her off most in me. And then laugh about it. So that was a fun game. Um, so he still tries to do that. And I'm like, dude, I'm <laughs> fucking years old. Okay. It's like, <laughs> are we not past this? So yeah, it's like, yeah, no politics talk with the Floridian at all. No, no reason with Floridians. You can't reason with them. No, you can't. It's all that Fuck sun. You, Scott. All that sun has gotten to their head. I know. Hey, I'll take. I'll take it. This weather is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that too. Yeah, like oh, then, yeah, chilly this morning, Heather. <laughs> yeah, he likes to call house. and tell me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We keep talking no, over each other. I know. So. That's bad. I'm bad. I'm sorry. Go. We'll get this out. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, no I know. I was just, just saying, he, he, his favorite thing to do is to, to call me up, you know, and he's got that quintessential Maine accent. He's like, Christ, Heather, it's chilly this morning. I had to have a sweater on. It was 72 degrees. <laughs> like, oh, fuck you, daddy. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, make us see pictures of the ocean. I'm like, fuck off, it's snowing here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I so, was recently in New yeah. England. I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, you totally do. Yeah, because you're Massachusetts. You're a little more south, but my mom's family's all in Worcester, and I don't know if you can hear that, but my cat is super high on catnip right now. That's <laughs> no, cool with us. He's chasing around some invisible things on the floor and just crazy but yeah so no my mom's family is all in worcester and everything so i spent a good amount of time in worcester and it I is know a good, worcester yeah 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 warm town the dirty oh, woo yeah. <laughs> so back to that's your a family, cool place though. i like it yeah it's pretty rad uh, it's, it's gotten better yeah 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 definitely sorry how scott go siblings, ahead no, how many siblings do you have heather I have um, I have two brothers. I have um, my older brother Tom. He's down in Worcester now, and then my brother Chad. He's my younger brother. He actually is living in Japan right now in the Navy. He's married. He's got a kiddo there. Oh, wow. so, oh good yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So we haven't seen him in quite a while. You know, we've made a bunch of plans to go out over there several times. You know, the first was 
right after I got kicked in the head. And so my whole world fell apart. So I couldn't travel or anything because of my brain injury. And then COVID happened. So we've been stuck. And I haven't even met my nephew who's three. So oh my goodness. Yeah. And I've never been to Japan. So I'm super stoked to go there because you know, A, my brother and his family are there, but I hear it's got a magnificent, like, well, I know it's got a really great, you know, music scene and everything going on there. So it would be super fun, but someday. And it's fucking Japan, too. I mean, and it's fucking yeah. Japan. And I want to go to Japan. I want to go just like eat everything in Japan. Well, <laughs> He, he does tell me that there, you know, there are opportunities to eat anything, you know, other than seafood, because as a New England girl, I, you know, I just can't do it. I'm not a seafood girl. I'm, I can't do the swimmy fishy shit. It's nasty. But what about like the crustaceans you crawl on the floor? The crustaceans, like the, yeah, crustaceans I can absolutely. The, yeah, the bottom feeders, we call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lobsters are good. Shellfish are good, but yeah. I yeah, I can't do the swimming fish at all. No. No, no thank you. What about like clams or something like that? Um clams are uh, clams are yeah, you know, clams are super, super, super <laughs> I prefer mussels over clams. Oh okay. Definitely. You know, you know, and you know, you know, I like to fancy myself a good chef, you know, so I, it's fun to sort of mix up different, you know, sauces and things for the mussels and everything. But yeah, clams are just too pungent of a flavor. I just, I just can't, can't deal with it. I love, I love fried clam strips. It's so good. You know, I think maybe it's growing up having to eat so many clams and fried clams growing up that it's one of those yeah. things where you just can't stand it anymore. So. Yeah, that makes so sense. weird. I don't think I would ever get sick of that. Yeah. Like, but, but then again, there's there's like hardly any fresh fish in Indiana, but that's yeah. like a bass or, <laughs> or cod or, you know, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I always and wanted it, to have a Maine lobster in Maine. Well, that you can certainly have. And I, one of my cousins, he is a fisherman, so we can get it right off the boat for much, much cheaper. But cool. Yeah, it's awesome. really it's really expensive here, even for us. But it's you know, if you've got an inn, you've got an inn, and you can get it yeah. pretty decently and stuff. But yeah, did you know lobster actually used to be considered a per, a poor person's food? Really. Yeah, and if you had like had any no status or clout, you know, you would never touch lobster because it was just so prevalent and there was so much of it that, you know, people that's all they could eat was lobster. Yeah. So it, it it had this sort of um Oh dear, I'm just drew a blank. <laughs> My brain is on the fritz tonight, guys. <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah, it was known as is a poor, a poor person's food. And, uh, and yeah, it was really shunned for a long time and it came back, but I, had yeah, no idea. I do apologize for my, uh, if I, if I go blank and just stop suddenly, it's like my brain is mush. So I still it's get, okay. very, I still get very symptomatic and I was in the office today and very busy. And so, no, you're fine. Yeah. This, All is good. this is, this if, is no pressure. If word salad starts spewing out and I say some really random weird shit, that's it. You know, my kids are used to it, but you, we're you just, might not. We're keeping it in regardless. It's not going anywhere. Like I, so. like I asked Ian the other day, I asked Ian, I was like, hey, can you go to the litter supply store and get us a new tractor? 
And but what I meant was, can you go to Tractor Supply and pick up some litter? And- <laughs> my wife Heidi yeah. does that all the time. Oh, it's oh my god, it's hilarious because they don't even like they don't even wince any longer. At first they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about, woman?" But now they're just like, "Okay." So I'm like, "Hey, can you preheat the dishwasher?" They know exactly what I'm saying. You know, that's really funny because I do the same thing with Heidi. I've learned to uh, decode right. her. Her language. Exactly. Oh, it's such a, yeah, it's hilarious. You know, I'll crack myself up with the things I say sometimes too. You can just sort of, you have to, you know, laugh about it and everything, but. Oh yeah. yeah. And they just go along with it now, dude, they rock. So you so, have a 19 year old and a 13. Yeah. Is a 19 year old graduating high school or did graduate high school? He, he graduated high school. He's in college now and uh, working full time. And oh sort of become the default man of the house, you know, so he's, he's pretty, pretty rad and I'd be lost without him. Super, super supportive and, you know, does things without me asking, you know, I'm sure he's hiding some really deep, dark secrets, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it might all be a ruse, but so far so good, you know, he's, he's a, he's really a top dude. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Does he Are live you... at home or does he commute? Uh, well, he had commuted. He um, had commuted for a couple of semesters, but this semester uh, he's really all about the money, you know, so he wanted to stay down here and work and work as much as possible and get money. So all of his classes this semester are online. Oh, so. perfect. Yeah. So next semester he tells me that he's going to get an apartment up there in Bangor with his, um, with his three pals, you know, they've been friends since kindergarten. Um, so, but we'll see if that pans out because they've had that scenario run through twice and it's fallen through. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have him live with me forever. Both of them, both of them, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm sure. that mom. That's cool. Yeah. So are your kids, uh, in the music at all? Um, well, he's Ian, the 19 year old, he's, you know, Mr. Rap guy, you know, all that and everything. I took him to his first concert in Worcester. Actually, it was Tyler, the creator. I would, I would probably enjoy that too, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And some of the, you know, some of the stuff he's, you know, I don't really know any of it. You know, he Uh. got me. He got me into like Childish Gambino and stuff like that, who oh, I adore. Sure. I think is sure. just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Sam, oh, yeah. Sam is 13 and he's an absolute snob when it comes to music. He's a, <laughs> a he's a pianist. He plays the piano and classical guitar oh, awesome. and stuff. So so right now he's like right now he's fixated nothing but classical. Um, oh, okay. Which is funny because they both grew up listening to punk rock and in the house and having <laughs> their favorites and and everything. Like like Sam, you know, I remember going to daycare with Sam, driving him to daycare. Every morning we'd get in the car and he'd be, play number 12, mommy, play number 12, mommy. And what it was was I, I just want to be happy from the first Dan Vapid and the Cheats album. Mm, oh, that's nice. a great song. You know, so growing oh. up, he loved it, and like, and Ian just loved Kurt Baker, and so, so Ian would always listen to you know the Ramones and Kurt Baker when he was growing up as a kid. And I shit you not, 
just three days ago, I brought up Kurt Baker for some reason. And he's like, Kurt Baker, was he one of the Ramones? (laughs) 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 Yes, honey. Yes. Kurt Baker was one of the Ramones. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But yeah, so they both sort of like diverted from that path that I so, you know, so carefully tried to groom them on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, be so diligent with and no they went their own ways fuckers they could always they, they could always fall back anything could happen yeah. oh yeah yeah know. i'll catch him toe tap into stuff and and oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah they try to hide it but yeah so sam sam's absolutely like full-on music is his life right now and and he's thinking about going you know to school for that so we'll see oh, that's really cool that's yeah. very cool yeah, you know, I just I watched uh I watched a movie speaking of this uh, over the week with my parents and my wife called uh Metal Lords on Netflix. Oh, I haven't watched and that yet. Was that any good? A, oh, it's fucking fantastic. Uh because Tom Morello executive produced it. Um, yeah, from rage, 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 machine, rage. of course, right. But my god, what a great story and movie. It's just the coming of age of these middle school kids who want to start a metal band and you know, they're not the most popular kids and right. Uh, just it's very good. So check as you go and check out. I bet I bet your son would probably like it too, because you know it's it's about the conversion of like marching band to like finding metal. It's very very well, cool. You know, and I've actually had this conversation, and it might have been with me recently. I'm not sure, but you know how how metal music actually doesn't get a lot of respect, and <laughs> I'm you know I'm not a big metal fan. But when you look at it, like the intricacy of metal music and the composition, and I am not a musician at all, so I know nothing about, you know, scales or chords or what, you know, have you. But I know that it's very intricate, and a lot of metal musicians are actually classically trained musicians. So, you know, it, you know, people might flippantly dismiss metal music, like I occasionally do myself, (laughs) admittedly. But yeah, I kind of have to respect it, though, you know, for, you know, just for, you know, even on purely mathematical, you know, reasons, you know, yeah. like that, you know, it, it's it's a lot more complicated than people give it credit for. Well, I've that heard what definitely Nick, true. I've heard what Nick can do, and uh, it can't be, uh, it can't be repl- replicated, that's for sure. It cannot be duplicated, yeah. what, Nick, what Nick does. That, that is sure. a sound, that's its own thing. Look, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, but thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it, no, it I've, I've tried. I've tried to get Scott to listen to metal, and and I've I've showed him a lot of different stuff, and I can't get him into it. So, well, oh, wow. you know, and I think I don't know. Like for my generation, I know you guys are younger than me, but um, you know, for my generation, when when metal started emerging as a really popular genre, it was actually. It, it coincided a lot with, especially like with the California skate punk kind of shit, you know, like DRI oh, yeah. and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. And so we looked at metal, you know, especially early Metallica as as sort of that alternative independent music, you know. So everybody yeah. he was listening to Slayer and Metallica and Megadeth and things like that. And nobody thought, you know, differently. You weren't looked down upon because 
you know, you listen to Metallica, but then the next minute you turned around and listened to like Black Flag or even The Cure for Christ's sakes, you know? Sure. So now everything is just so, everybody has to compartmentalize everything nowadays, you know, and it's sort of like pick oh, yeah. your sides, you know, which is a shame because, you know, I think there's room for everything. I don't necessarily have to pay attention to everything, but I, I, I can allow, you know, I can allow that there's room for everything. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, definitely. Nick, what's your thought? What's your thoughts about the metal? What about it? <laughs> oh, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think? I, you know me, I, I actually love metal. So I know, I, my, my thing is more of uh, like black metal. It's, it's got to be like really, really harsh and really raw type stuff. Angry. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I just like as much as I love pop punk, I can't get into like the, the mainstream metal. It has to be like really, really aggressive, raw stuff for me to like it. So I don't know. I'm weird. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Except it's, it's more like high, though. It's not, yeah, it's not, yeah. No, it's very, it's like that. It's, it's, it's like the, the only thing I can the only band I, I can, rec- I, I, metal is like Three Inches of Blood. Um, because that dude's vocals in that band are fucking no insane. Yeah, no I don't know, I don't even know them. They're, they're yeah. like a Viking, they're like a Viking metal band, I think, is what they're called. Oh, you know what? They have the, the vocalist has such a high pitched voice; it's insane. There's actually a great. You mentioned that, and then you mentioned earlier that Netflix show. Um, there's actually a really great Scandinavian movie. Uh, oh. Lords of Chaos. Is That's that what it. that is? They I have the makeup that. and everything, like the black and white face makeup, and oh yeah, and all yeah. Of that. that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, Lords of Chaos is awesome. Um, Yeah, it's it's based on the Norwegian band Mayhem, and they're like, yeah, they kind of like helped start Norwegian black metal. So, yeah, I definitely am very familiar with that. So that's that's more that's more along the lines of like what I like as far as metal. But right on, yeah. I I can't listen to it much anymore because like if I listen to it like a lot like a couple days in a row i'll just end up like super fucking depressed and oh really yeah yeah it, it really brings me down but it's i love it though it's, it's a really weird thing it, <laughs> so. it brings you down but not aggressively down it, it just sort of yeah it's it, it, sad it's sadness like being yeah over. it brings it brings out like depression <laughs> in me it's big, it's it's yeah I've yeah it's a very weird it. I don't know that it's weird, you know what I mean? Because usually, you know, a lot of that, like, a lot of times anger and aggression and, you know, just over, you know, intense intensity often stems. God, you know, don't get me wrong. I can talk about anything. Did I tell you that? So, so, like, that intensity and that aggression often stems from some sort of, like, depressive, um, you know, experience, you know, with with depression and everything. And Yeah. I have a very, very bad habit of, like, just swallowing everything and putting everything Mm -hmm. deep down inside. So, like, I think when I listen to that music, it kind of brings all of that shit up for some reason. Right. Right. So, like, when I do listen to it, it's in very small increments. It's like, I don't know, once once a month. 
I'll, so, I'll put on some yeah. metal. Yeah, I've yeah. learned to, you know, I've learned to sort of navigate my depression. I've become, I don't know, what I think is pretty adept at it. And it's sort of, you know, I allow myself to go through it and feel the emotion. And I call it riding the wave. I've said this before mm-hmm. to other people, you know, and it's like, I know what to expect. I know what's coming. And I also know that I've been through it enough to know that I'm going to come out on the other side okay. I just have to, rather than like, you know, stamp it all down, sort of let it come over me. Like a a wave coming in, it's going to wash over me, but the tide's going to go out also. You know what I mean? That's the thing about waves. The tides come in and the tides roll out. And as long as I know I have a safe anchor, you know, sorry for the New England, like, oceanic metaphors here. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I allow myself to do that. So I'll allow myself to be listening to something that will like get me like super depressed. But then I also know exactly where to go to, to like turn it around. So sure. I'll call, like music is my antidepressant. So I was like, okay, you know what? This sucks. I'm not feeling so hot right now. I'm, I need to put on something like the yum yums or, you know, the dirt bombs, ooey gooey. Um, and it's like instant happiness. And so, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks to go through. Yeah. And I'm sorry you go through that, Nick, because I can totally relate to that. It's, it's. Yeah. yeah. I, the depression is something that I've been dealing with like forever. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I've never really, you know, discussed it very much but i'm sorry you can you can you can edit this all out if you're not comfortable oh no i don't i don't care that's fine <laughs> i tell him to talk to me all the time but nick what you don't know is heather just charged you 30 bucks for this session <laughs> as she was talking to you yeah, <laughs> so, so like yeah. you just you got can therapy you can venmo me <laughs> Do you accept PayPal? I, know. <laughs> I know. I apologize. It's okay, I, Nick. I'll cover this session for you. You can get the next one. Sweet. Oh, thank you. Sweet. Yeah. Next one's half price. That's fine. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. So that's, I, yeah, so that's, I'm, that's, that's why I yeah. get the moniker mom is because I'm always, you know, I'm like, that's, yeah, I, I'm mom. You know? <laughs> like, oh, honey, what's wrong? Here, let me mm-hmm. fix it. I have to fix people. It's like this weird thing with me. I want everybody to be good. I want everybody to feel good. And, you know, but, you know, me, fuck me. You know, it's like I don't practice what I preach because I'm not the one I'm preaching to, you know. But, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's sort of a thing for me. It's like I just need everyone to be okay. And then I'll be okay, you know. I guess that's why Nick calls me sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Exactly. Okay. So, so I want to segue off of this little tangent. Um, we talked about Nate uh, mm-hmm. briefly, but how did you and Nate become affiliated with each other? How did the the you guys like become acquaintances, friends, partners in crime, all that good stuff? <laughs> um, As you well, will. honestly, and I and I mentioned this. I actually did an episode with him, the all the brains episode. Um, it was like right around the anniversary of my brain injury. And so we did an episode that was like all brains related songs. And oh, that's I, had, right. I remember that. Yeah. And I had mentioned to him 
that and I had just and and dummy room was relatively new at that time and I had picked up from mutual friends or something somebody had posted a couple of episodes and I want to say I don't know I think it was probably like their first Halloween season you know so it was pretty early on but still a good six or so months after they had already started and um and I had reposted it and I had shared it and somebody, and there was one episode that Kurt Baker was on and somebody asked about whatever happened to the other members of the leftovers. And it just so happened that I had um, seen the parasites had come and I'd seen the parasites with borderlines, which is sort of um, as Dave parasite called them, the leftover leftovers, (laughs) Um, you know? So, and I saw them. So I had mentioned that somebody had asked what they were doing and I'm like, Oh, they're this band in Portland. They're called borderlines. Um, And, uh, and yeah. And then he contacted me about something like through messenger and I hadn't, you know, ever met him, you know, from that, like they, I friended, they friended me on Facebook and, um, he had sent me a message about doing a list and, um, yeah. And then we just got talking and, you know, like started like creating these, you know, cause they used to do the lists of, you know, favorite, you know, like Cody TBR songs or something, you know, or favorite Jetty boy songs. I did like the Jetty boys list and everything on the show. I was like a guest list person. And then, yeah. And then it just kind of evolved from there and, um, and getting to know people, you know? So yeah, that's where it began. Heather got kicked in the head and had nothing better to do than listen to a podcast. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, and it's been great, you know, so we've been friends for, yeah, what, three and a half years or so now. And that's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's such a good guy. He's but, a really great guy. Really, we've great been guy. T- we've been talking on and off a little bit here and there. Um, in fact, we had a phone conversation a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, "My God, this is like one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to." Mm-hmm. Besides, yeah. besides Nick, of course. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, real nice. Let like, me tell yeah, you. Yeah, you, you are. You are. You, <laughs> you, you can definitely be. But like, he was just he's just a super cool guy. Um, yeah. And he's super humble too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't give himself, you know, he's probably going to kill me after this, but uh, he doesn't give himself enough credit. And mm. because, you know, his whole life, family, work, balance, I swear to God, the man must sleep like two or three hours a night because he's just always going, going. And, but he always, he never comes across in a foul mood, you know? No. And he's, yeah, he's just yeah. really super humble, fantastic person, and really lucky to have him as a friend for sure. Oh yeah, he's definitely a good guy. We hope to have him on sometime soon. I, I hope too. Uh, I, I put that bug in his ear, so we'll see. I'm if he sure you time. did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. he's like, yeah, like I said, he's really humble, and he's you know he can be a little shy when it you know when it comes yeah. to things like that. I think. He was but. really excited that that you wanted to do this with us. He was like, was he good? Oh, he was super stoked. I was like, hope I was like, I'm glad you're okay, dude. Yeah, we wouldn't I be? He's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how this shit works with other podcasts what? and getting right. other people. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys do this. We don't do this, like right. And yeah, and like I told you, you know, although I don't have any sort of official, you know, dummy room affiliation, I'm not like a moderator. You got devotion there, right? But you got some devotion there. I get it. 
you know, yeah. and, you know, and I do write reviews for the Dummy Room website, yeah. or reviews, I hate that word, but that's what everybody calls it, and I've got to learn to suck it up, because I'm not <laughs> a reviewer, I'm not a technical musician, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm a cheerleader, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, like, so I, people know me from there, and so mm -hmm. I just wanted to make sure, you know, that he was comfortable with me doing this, and oh, um, sure. so I, he's like, He's like, yeah, totally. He's like, go for it. You totally should. And I was like, all right, all right. You know, I'll try not to embarrass you. <laughs> you know, because you know, although I am, you know, and I have no official capacity, you know, really with Dummy Room. Uh, that's what people do know me from. You know, really? so yeah, I wanted to well, make you, sure you that did, you did the reward the award show with them. Yeah, you I'm you you did this really cool segment on the Dummy Room podcast Facebook group where you have. People from different countries, you know. That was say, fun. That yeah. was really, I really enjoyed that. So Heather oh, would. Oh, good. I'm glad you would, hear that because I thought yeah. it was maybe just another dorky, like, Heather idea that people, you know. So, I, yeah, I think it's super important for people, you know, because people will say, like, you know, everybody talks about the same shit, you know. And, you know, it's like always this, you know, we're always talking about, say, weasel or, or the, you know, whatever. And so I was like, you know what? There are a lot of fantastic bands out there around the world that a lot of people, you know, might not know about mm -hmm. uh, that deserve a lot of attention. So I thought, you know, and I brought it up to him and Craig and I said, what do you think if I do like a weekly sort of dummy room world tour where I pick a person from a country and they get to highlight their, um, you know, their favorite bands from their country. And so maybe, you know, people will listen to that and they'll find something new that they love. And I, you know, and I have to admit, it was inspired by uh, Bruno, this guy in the dummy room. He posted about, he's Spanish and he's from Spain. So he posted his a post about his favorite Spanish bands. And I was like, that is a fantastic idea. You, you know what I mean? This should be a regular thing. And so I brought it up to the guys and I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. It's, I've it's just oh, opened yeah. my eyes to a lot of different bands. So Hey, that excites me. Maybe I'll bring it back. Cause I did stop it for a little bit, you know, this winter. And then, you know, right. I had a few more like albums and stuff I was listening to. And then I'd say, Oh shoot, I forgot to pick someone this week. Right. You know? and, right. Well, there's so much music coming out right now. It's, it's just, oh, yeah. it's overwhelming. It definitely it is. is. With, it with is. releases, um, I mean, Spot McCracken just released his solo work. Right. Well, the emojis is coming out in a couple yeah. weeks. I think Nate's get a hold of those records soon. Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I did little articles for both of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, cool. you know, like I said, it's like you know, I've always had this weirdness about calling them reviews because it's like who am I, you know, to, to be judge and jury on something. And I don't ever want to talk negatively because that's not what it's about, you know? So I know yeah. when, when you give a full, honest quote unquote review of something, you're going to, you're, you're going to highlight the high points and you're going to, you know, discuss the low points and things like that. And I just, I can't do that. I get very uncomfortable with anything that could be construed as negative or hurt somebody's feelings or what have you, because it's not about that for me. Like I said, it's more like a cheerleading kind of thing. Right. Where right. I think you this, getting, is, this yeah. is really cool. And, it, you know, it's like, I really like this. I hope you like this too. 
and it turns like with the world tour thing it turns people on to things that they might not have listened to before and so in turn it supports the musicians as well because i mean i'm not going to say anybody sold records off of what i had to say about it but it brings more attention to them and hopefully puts a few more pennies in their pockets at the same time. Well, I think you're getting confused with reviews and critiques because you're not critiquing the album. You're giving your oh, honest. I know. So not, I mean, it's, you're reviewing it in a positive way. You're not critiquing it and bringing it down for like, you know. Right. Well, so I, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess it's just this weird hang up that I have, you know, and I get like really uncomfortable because like I said, it's like, who am I, you know, to go to, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm just nobody. Um, well, then who, well, why not? Who wants to say anything negative about somebody's, you know, what they You'd put a surprised. lot of work into. But when the content's yeah. fucking good, keep your mouth shut and enjoy it. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Like we had Jay Prozik on last week, sweetest fucking guy. And mm-hmm. he, so his song building blocks, he got a lot of attention mm-hmm. on, on, uh, mm-hmm. You know the radio, and someone he said yeah. that he got messages about people hate that song. I was like, "But why the fuck would you even want to like, just just yeah. say you don't like it and yeah. move on? Don't let him know." I like, just yeah, I, I, about I, it. I saw that comment, and it and you know what what sucks is that like I get a visceral reaction from comments like that, but not you know for myself, but for for what. And Jay's probably got a thicker skin, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever," but it's got to yeah. affect you in some way. And, and, and just, you know, that's the problem, you know, granted, most of my life has lived online and most of my, you know, closest friends uh, are are online, you know, but, um, God, that sounds pathetic, but. No, it's not, because that's what I, it's really, yeah. Exactly. That's how we got this going. It's really become a super important, like, way to have a community and when people like just troll and talk shit like that it's like what's your point dude right are you trying to make yourself feel better by putting somebody else down and like particularly with jay's um latest release i i you know i wrote up something on that one too (laughs) so hey everybody (laughs) been quite (laughs) prolific lately um you know and that you know with jay and I've met Jay a few times and, and hung out with him at shows and everything and, and gotten to know him. And he's shared music with me in the past. And and you can see it just even if you don't know Jay, but you can see it in his post that the man, he wears his heart on his sleeve and he tells oh, it. Oh, yeah. He tells it like it is, no matter, you know, how good or how bad and how, you know, just how brittle or, or what the situation is he he will tell it like it is and he's very open emotionally and that is one thing that i truly respect about jay is that you know there there's no pomp and circumstance when it comes to jay he's honest he's honest and raw and uh tells it like i said he tells it like it is and you know haters be damned i have a lot of respect for people who who are are willing to open themselves emotionally like that, you know, it's sort of but cut like, open. Yeah. And a lot of people that are in bands that we love and pop punk bands, always nice people. There's no, I was mm-hmm. anything. There's, there's no big dick competition. And if some of these people just like met these musicians, they would have a completely different point of view and would probably apologize for their comment. 
Because I hope so. Because I, like, I, I mean, I hope they will. A lot of these people yeah. are so fucking nice that like, if you if you like, talk to them, you probably apologize. Like, yeah, I should have said that because you're honestly a really nice person. But they yeah. just feel like they just got a shit shitster, and it just it just it's just just not cool. Yeah, and there there are still those people. There are those elements like that around but i wouldn't say it's the the dominant force in nature of the people in the community you know but there are you know sometimes it's like i'll sit there and be like oh my god these these grown-ass middle-aged men are acting like teenage like (laughs) drama queens you know and just get over it knock it the fuck off guys come on now Mm -hmm. you know but i mean that's a very small you know, portion of the community as a whole, because my encounters have generally, like you said, Scott, have generally been really super positive and, and caring. You know what I mean? If somebody, you know, it's people are quick to reach out to each other and message each other, you know, and um, yeah, the support, even on a personal level is people beyond the music. I think. Oh, absolutely. yeah. And it, that's really yeah. noticeable. It's become really, really noticeable to me in in the community where, you know, it's it does reach that personal level for people and you can relate to each other that way because the music brought you there, but it, it made that really deep connection for you otherwise, which I think is super important. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of it's, this is all DIY. It's all word of mouth. And right. I want to support everybody, and I love seeing all these bands succeed and seeing my friends. People I can call right. fucking friends succeed is the coolest thing ever. Like, <laughs> I love it. You know, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm humble, and I don't know, I geek, so. No, geek away. I think the energy is important, you know, to get excited and, and you know, completely geeked out about this stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be geeking out next Friday when I see Dan vamping in the cheats. Oh, and, my God. And Cappy and B-Face and mitochondriacs, <sighs> and I'm going to have a heart attack. Right, right. <laughs> I have not. So I haven't been to a show since COVID. And I, I've been first shows it. this year. Yeah. This year. Well, I haven't. I think it was right before lockdown. My last show was um, Lone Wolf, but... Um, which wow, is I want to see know, them course, too. fantastic. Fucking love Lone Wolf. But, um, but I haven't been to a show since, and it's crazy. Well, wait a minute. I no, no, wait a minute. No, I take that back. I went to Guided by Voices. I've been okay. Maybe I. <laughs> oh shit! I'm making a liar out of myself. Yeah, <laughs> I have an excuse, right? Like, oh, sorry, yeah. brain injured. I forget. Um, they can go to, <laughs> they can go to the. It's yeah, but they're going to the fest this year, though, in Florida. Oh, the fest, that would be cool. dude. The copyrights. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! My and thing the, is, what, is like dopamines, I, the ergs, Dan Vapid right. again. Like it fucking set. I can't so, wait. I'm I'm really considering trying to figure out a way to make it to Chicago for T1 Fest because that is also an insane lineup both nights. Mm-hmm. I went to see the Methadones. Yeah. Oh my. Fucking God to see the methadones. Yeah, and that's, then that's, I considered Reduno because I was I was on my way to go to Reduno and then boom, like a week later, the world shut down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, well maybe this year, you know. And I'm like, God, yeah, it's just it's just so expensive. There's like fucking war going on over in Europe. Do I really yeah. want to do this? And so yeah, 
we'll see. Unless some sugar daddy comes waltzing along and, you know, and swoops me up. Hey, Scott's good at that. Uh, I <laughs> I'm sorry. I can buy a lot of things, but plane tickets to Italy is not one of them. I was going to say, yeah, and sugar daddies, there is a qualifier. Like, yeah, please don't be married. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I, I forget. I, I, I'm also that. I'm also that. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. See, two strikes against you already. And I, yeah. And I, and I have a wife with my baby mom. I came with my baby mama, so there's strike three. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's 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 cool. I'm I'm glad to see bands playing again and yeah, things opening up again. And yeah, I have three shows I'm going to this year, and T1 Fest unfortunately, I yes. won't, won't be happening because I already got my three shows. I don't want to push my wife to do have me go to anymore. It's I know. Local. Well, I mean, but I'm seeing the chats from Australia, so that's like a huge. Deal. Ah! Really? The chat. Yeah, with the yeah, chat is a bigger deal than the T one fest. I mean, like I got these tickets before T one came out, and it's Sell a chance them. of mean. It's a Sell chance them. of mean jeans. No, I want to see the chance <laughs> oh, of mean oh. jeans. Oh, mean jeans! Shit. Yes, yeah. and then and then July, the day for my daughter's birthday. And I'm sure Nick's sick of me saying this, but it's the queers, the dwarves, and the Jasons, and that's like that that's, that's settled. <laughs> so. I got my three shows in for the year. I'm not going to uh, try to push. I but, would kill um, to go. And I don't know that, which is surprising. I don't know that they're doing an East Coast swing this time, the queers. Because Joe usually tries to make it up, you know, to Boston at least. Uh-huh. You know? And so last time I saw them was with on um, the Dickies tour. Oh, nice. And I've never seen the Jasons, never seen the Dwarves. And love the Jasons. Yeah, love the Jasons, love the dwarves. Oh my God, it would be bucket list, I think, to see the dwarves. This would be my third time seeing the Jasons. Damn, Skippy! I saw them. <laughs> they played two years ago at a local a local fest in Indiana, like a hippie fest, and they were they were right there. <laughs> and I only got tickets just to see them. Um, so they didn't play to like nine o'clock, and then I was there like one in the afternoon, just waiting around through all this like shit, like folk music, just like yeah. Pass, pass, pass. How no, random! No, no, no. This, this was just this was just the Jasons by themselves. This was oh, Jasons! I thought we were talking no. about the dwarves. No, like, the Jasons. Sorry, no, the Jasons. So the Jasons, it was more like a local thing for the Jasons. Yeah, and then and then I saw the Jasons again last year at Mom's Basement Fest in Fort Wayne. Mm. Yeah, so I've been I've been getting buddies with them, and they're really nice guys too. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really interacted with anyone. Well, you know, I take it back. I did. That one night, I think the one time I was in one of John's drunk casts that he did. Yeah, I fucking love those. I was uh-huh, pretty I was tipsy there. that. I was pretty tipsy that night myself. I've never been invited back, so I don't know. You don't. <laughs> like, you don't. You don't get invited. You just. You just show up. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I kind of you... feel like I kind of feel like no. there's a little bit of a of a no. you know a posse going on, and I'd be intrigued. No, you just, if you're in the mom's Facebook group page. Yeah, you just post it randomly. And you just show up. Like I, I started one without him knowing it, and I was like, "So John's doing this tonight, guys." <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! And he yeah, was so, cool with it. Oh, he didn't give a shit because it was it I was know. literally Dak. It was Dak, Chad, John, and I. That, that was that was it for like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. and that was like Jason V was on the one night I was on. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like I said, I was tipsy. I don't even really remember any of it. I remember you were there. Chad was there. John was there. 
the usuals. <laughs> yeah. And I really try to behave myself and like not expose other people to my drunkenness because I Who feel cares? so I feel so sloppy and it's embarrassing. Yeah. And they're like, that no. ain't no lady. That's to see my boy. That's to see my boy John get drunk and start flexing his albums. It's the funniest thing. I just like, dude, just flexing so hard with these records right now. John, yeah, uh, John is the 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 master flexer. He, uh, he still definitely. <laughs> well, this has just been an absolute blast. I have been. I love this. Oh my goodness! Uh, I know. It has been fun. I've been How's quiet, but. Good? I- uh, well, Jesus Christ, who could get a word in edgewise between Scott and I? I'm sorry. I know. I should have just sat in the corner and listened. You've done that, You've done that before. Oh I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, for Christ's sake. I've had two Dr. Peppers diet. I've had. Oh, yeah. Have you had Dr. Pepper? Um, because I'm trying to switch to to diet shit as well, yeah. even though it tastes nasty. Because I've gained I love it. 30, I I've gained I 30 pounds in the last three years, so it's like okay, I've got to go to diet and I've got to go back to being vegan because I am just completely like That's bursting nice. out of everything. It's but, COVID way. You can't help that. Shit, yeah, COVID and menopause. I'm old. Remember COVID and menopause. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh, no, seriously, you guys, try um, Diet Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. It's like a blend of Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. I've had it very good. So Sounds good. good. Yeah. So, so, yeah. What are you good. drinking there, Nick? Getting yourself all amped up or sedated? <laughs> sedated. Uh, sedated, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm on like number six, Yingling Jeez. Lager. Jesus, man. <laughs> well, somebody got a new job. He's celebrating. Sweet. Congratulations. Thank you. New job, sunny Florida. Hell yeah. Living the high life, brother. Things things are looking up. Sweet. What are you doing? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, It's actually kind of like a dream job. Um, What what it's doing is like um, supervising uh, a cleaning crew at a campground. But like I get I get like my own fucking golf cart and shit. And, like I get, to, yeah, hell yeah, I get to cruise around and make sure everybody's doing their job properly. And yeah, so I'm I'm super psyched because that's actually the campground. Um, going back to the whole people living in campers thing, that's what me mm-hmm. and my wife are going to be doing. And uh, yeah, we we were actually looking at this campground uh, for a place to stay permanently or semi permanently, uh-huh. and there was a now hiring sign. And it was just, it just worked out really well. And right. I contacted uh-huh. them and uh, they were looking for a supervisor and I've been like in the janitorial field forever. So right. I, I, I applied and, you know, the next day I got a phone call and had my interview today. So, uh, oh, is, and you got yeah. it today. Yeah. 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 You um, are celebrating. Hell yeah. Fantastic. yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm did very they give excited. You, did they give you your own little lot for your camper? Um, yeah, actually, that's one of the the benefits. Uh, it's it's not like free or anything. It's just no. uh, heavily discounted. So, like, our monthly okay. lot rent is going to be really, really cheap. So, and, I'm I'm super psyched. Yeah, that is totally rad. And you get to cruise around on a golf cart all day. That's what I'm most excited about. <laughs> that that's pretty Florida though. That's like my dad. Like I said, he lives in this little kind of community called uh and it's called 
of all things Barefoot Bay. And every time I say Barefoot <laughs> Bay, it's like the it, uh, it feels like there should be sort of like an elderly dating reality show in Florida <laughs> called Barefoot I go, Bay. I go That's a good Scotty. idea. I think nudist got even here Barefoot Bay. I think nudist. <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh, Jesus Christ. So a but, bunch of uh, naked yeah, old people and, hanging out with their but you do think, With their cocks <laughs> Rocking out with their cock out. Absolutely. Um, but that's what they do. They drive around in golf carts all day, like to go to the grocery store, to go to the pool, to go out to eat. Everybody, you just drive around in your fucking golf cart to do whatever you do. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's fantastic. And yeah, we're actually adorable. Yeah, we're we're staying with uh, Heidi's mom temporarily till we get ourselves situated, and she lives in a like a retirement community, and that's all it is. It's just people driving around all day in right. golf carts. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> It's definitely, it's, it's my speed and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm only, uh, I don't even know how old I am, 35, 36, whatever, <laughs> but it's, 70, it's my speed. So. 74 in right. spirit. I yeah. might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive 35. Yeah. But. You forgot to mention the walkie talkie. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. I got a walkie talkie too. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Oh my god! Do you get your own hat too? No, no, unfortunately not. Oh man, you need a hat. I'm definitely. I'm gonna invest in a hat. Yeah, no, they be. should. In, they should invest in a hat for you. God damn it! They should. I'm gonna bring that up. <laughs> right. Day you one to, when I go to work. You want me to stick around? You want me to bring you what I've got to bring you? Then you can me a goddamn hat, or I'm walking. <laughs> Exactly. But I'm, but I'm keeping the walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you put a lot of sunscreen on that chrome dome, man. Keep that shit. Right. Don't oh, yeah. burn your noggin. Dude, <laughs> I've I've been sunburnt since I got here. Yeah, but you're a pasty white New England boy for sure. I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, I went down there. I went down there and got scalded and, you know, and I had like you know, I had a big, you know, cute little floppy hat and, a, you know, in a, you know, not a, not a sweater really, but, you know, just a, a long sleeve light over thing, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a fashion maven. I don't have any idea what things are called. But so I had like this, like, I got home from the beach, you know, one day while visiting my dad a few years ago. And I was in the bathroom and I, and so I took this sweater thing off and I had this like perfect square, bright red on like one half of my body. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. We New Englanders, man, we can't, we can't handle the sun. No, definitely not. Yeah. We're used to doom and gloom and Stephen King fog. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I was, I've said it a million times, but uh, since I left, I, I'm I'm not going a mile north of North Carolina ever again. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I can I, handle the heat. I, you know, it's like I'm I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm I'm over winter and I'm over being cold, but I don't know if I could handle the heat. And I love, I love the passion of like tumultuous weather. You know, I love those thunderous, stormy, foggy 
downpours you know it's yeah. just, i love the passion of of that weather i mean granted you have very passionate weather in florida i prefer it not to come with like death and and mortality you know so it's like <laughs> as long as it doesn't kill anyone i'm all for it you know so i do love that aspect about you know living on the rocky coast but yeah i don't know man florida's Wait, I, just I, too hot I don't know anything about Maine other than my wife lived there for a while. Um, yeah. Are you, you anywhere near uh, Bangor? Bangor, where Stephen King is, um, has a house. He doesn't live there anymore. Um, yeah, Bangor is about, I'd say about an hour and a half north of me in a little inland. Oh, okay. Yeah, very familiar with Bangor, for sure. Yeah, I'm right smack dab in the mid coast. So I'm about an hour north of Portland. Um, oh, okay. And on the coast, you know, along the coast, and and so, so if you come up to where I am in Rockland in the Camden area, you head west, northwest, about hour fifteen, hour and a half. That's Bangor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were supposed to go um, before we left Connecticut, and uh, I don't know, it just didn't pan out. So, kind of sucks because oh. I've never been there. I really want to go see Maine. Oh, you Wonder. should definitely just make a trip up because it's, you know, and Bangor is another one of those, you know, main towns that was really kind of just gritty and um, just sort of not much going on sure, there, sure. you know, run down. But it's like really become a super vibrant community in Maine. And, um, you know, sure, I'm sure Stephen King, you know, drew a lot of people there, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really sort of this burgeoning, burgeoning little town with, you know, every town in Maine is even our cities are little towns for Christ's sakes, but yeah, um, yeah. you know, with, with lots of art and restaurants and, a, and you know, music scene and, and all of that, you know, so That's yeah, cool. definitely. definitely. Maybe one day I'll visit. <laughs> what is so funny, Scott? Yeah. What happened? So I've actually heard of Bangor, Maine. Um, yeah. Everybody yeah, knows no, because of Stephen no. King. No, no, because of the Mighty Ducks too. Because oh. one of the, one of the hockey players was from Bangor, Maine, and I just started laughing. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Now, is that was that Mighty Team Ducks? USA? That's Team USA. Her name was Julie the Cat Gaffney, and was the Mighty that, Ducks see, too. I've only seen. I think I only remember the like the first like Mighty Ducks movie, and then they just had like a series on Disney, and no, I watched was, that. This was the sequel, Mighty Ducks 2. I don't remember and that it, one. It was Team USA versus Team, Mighty Ducks versus Team Iceland. And one of the goalies was from Bangor, Maine. And that's why I started laughing. because That's I, so I, random. That's the that's only awesome. reason I, I, I've ever heard of that place is because of Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and now I have to watch Mighty Ducks 2. God damn it. I have to work yeah. in the morning. No, you can watch it. Watch it at work. <laughs> That's what I do. I can't watch it at work. Uh, when I'm I work, slow at, at work, I work for I the work state government. I'm not even supposed oh. to like have my phone with me at work, oh, you know. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I miss like cushy government job. But you, what yeah. time? What time do you have to be in tomorrow? So um, yeah, I have to be in the office by eight o'clock tomorrow. We're we're still working Oof. from home primarily, but. Um, you know, at least once or twice a month, we have to do like a weekly rotation in the office where people can come into the office um, and you can help them out. Um, so this is my week. And oh, so, yeah, so I, sorry. I to, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. 
you know, eventually, oh. you know, and I really dig living at home. I mean, living at home. Listen to me, working at home. <laughs> I really enjoy living at home. I can't um, wait to live at home too. <laughs> right? I know you can't. Um, I love working at home, but um, we're, you know, it's nice to like go into the office every once in a while and actually speak to other human beings. It's it's pretty pretty cool, yeah. but. And we're yeah. not even going to go back like we're when we go back, it's not even until after Labor Day. And we're going to be doing like a hybrid where we only have to be in the office two days a week, you know. So, yeah, it's all still weird and very covid restriction up here. So uh -huh. very not well, Florida. Yeah, very, complete very opposite. Not Indi yeah, Indiana is the same like shit. Like there is no covid. Right, exactly. No, like down it there, doesn't exist. Florida, it's like it doesn't <laughs> exist down there, you know. There's and my something. kid just got over it, you know. But I mean, I, I mean, we made it through almost to the end, and Sam, and we're all vaccinated. Sam, the thirteen-year-old, yeah. first day that they went maskless at school, I'm pretty sure that's the day he caught it because three Jeez. days later he was positive. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, but yeah, Ian and I never got it, which is amazing because I have a like I have a really small house. It's only like you know eleven hundred square feet. Yeah, you know, so we're on top of each other all the time, and yeah, right. somehow miraculously, Ian and I never got it. But he was pretty sick, and this was just like you know less than a month ago. Yeah, so it's, well, I'm glad, yeah, I'm yeah. glad he's doing better. He's yeah. doing great. Yeah, he was he was great. Like a few days later, you know, he Perfect. was up and mm. just hyper as ever yeah that's so, good yeah he's a hoot yeah <laughs> yeah just be careful <laughs> like we ever do this again just you know be careful that sam's not home because he will just take over the whole thing he's worse than i am oh he's more than welcome to join <laughs> oh yeah i was uh, we want to get a kid's perspective oh dear absolutely God. <laughs> this kid's got opinions let me tell you but he's yeah he's hilarious awesome I think that yawn uh, means I know, that I'm we're, sorry. We, <laughs> we are out of time. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, that's the buzzer. We'll let you go. Um, I am you so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Heather, for joining us and hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you. Well, so, so, so so fun to get to know you and talk and man it was so it made it so easy yeah i hope you don't have to you know edit the hell out of it i hope it it's like worth the effort <laughs> actually i was sitting here thinking how easy this episode is going to be to edit oh wow yeah. fantastic yeah. Well, I yeah. think the only thing we got to edit is us just talking over each other for that little bit. And I think, I think, I think that's it. But, yeah. well, it's, it's hard when there's three people. So yeah, and yeah. this part too. That's, that's why I've been sitting quietly in the corner. And you've got the two chattiest Cathy's you could ever come across in your life. You poor soul. Hey, it makes my job easy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Although, although, Last week with Nick and Jay, they went on a tangent of like 45 minutes. Yeah, I listened about, to that actually. Talking I was like, oh, about I places. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, like, I, well, I we went, know a lot I, of the same people and yeah, been through yeah, a lot I, of the same places. I, so. I made a sandwich. I took the dog out. 
Oh, how and I and I and I come back and I start talking about Massachusetts and I go, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play some video games. I'm gonna go take a shower. You gotta go mow the lawn. Yeah, they're still talking about it. Okay, I'm gonna go. No. <laughs> But well, no, hey, it was, it's, it was, it's good it was, because usually I'm the I quiet fucking, one. So. Yeah, I, no, I I loved it when they hear about you and I'm just talking about the past and the right. patience. And and like, and by the way, good luck on the next episode because I am going to be super fucking quiet. Oh no, I was going to say actually, I was going to actually say that you should actually set it up where like. Nick is up front and, and everybody stays quiet and, and Nick. <laughs> oh God, that would be horrible. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Nick, Nick got us in quite a pickle for next week, uh, but that, that's oh, in the episode. Geez. We'll talk about it. Um, How about think... you interview Nick? We did that. We did that. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I didn't listen. Yeah. We, we had a, we... <laughs> that was, that was like really like, what was that? Like the third episode? So well, no, it was we, really we early did, on. We, no, we did one just the other like two weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did. Wasn't yeah. two weeks ago like John Prophet? Wasn't that? Uh, maybe it was a week before that. Well, we had we had a we had a our initial thing was it was me Nick and I doing a podcast. We talked to each other, and they yeah. were like, "Well, people want to do this. We should yeah. talk to these people." And now, like, this is what we do, <laughs> and it's working out. Like, I I fucking love. Every bit and minute of, of like, you know have, you know who's having who's having a name? yeah taking a day out of my week to sit with Nick to talk to someone else it's right. really it's really nice because I I don't have anybody in my town with the same interests as I do when right. I get my oh, Tuesday nights with you. Nick Jesus Christ I get my interests I am right. up in like the east of East Bumfuck it's it's <laughs> terrible. But you know what would be fun is if like you could get Jason B to come on and interview you guys. Well, we actually have like, him in, coming in May. Have <laughs> him do have him do have him do an ambivalence podcast takeover. That know? would be awesome. Yeah. And have him run the show and put you through your paces and No, because he would put us to shame and make us look terrible. Like, hey, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, me neither, honey. You're... Uh, he's got, he's he's got a Sunday morning shit show. He doesn't need to take yeah. over our show, too. Absolutely. <laughs> but we actually have him in a couple a couple weeks joining us. Oh, so that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's always entertaining. Uh, he's funny as fuck. God damn it. Funny as fuck and just, just very, just very... Just smart as a whip too. You can, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Which, oh yeah, which is great. He's no dummy. Well, okay. thank you so much for joining us, Heather, on this episode of Ambivalence. We, I, we, I don't know. I don't. I can't speak for Nick, but I had an absolute blast. Uh, Yay! Getting, no, I did. Know Definitely. You. Yeah, getting to know you, awesome. talking to you, and I'm glad you took the time out of your evening. And you're, you know, it's <laughs> getting late to talk with us and hang out, and it was just, it was just incredible. So thank you so much again. Well, thank yeah, you. Seriously, thank appreciate you. it. I, you know, and I'm really humbled and honored that somebody like thought to like actually ask me to be a guest on something. So, a hundred percent. It's been you've been on my mind for a while, and well, there. just 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 an non-platonic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in a non-platonic way, Scott. Excuse me. <laughs> what did I say that wrong? You did. <laughs> what, what was I supposed to say? Platonic. <laughs> Platonic way. Nick, edit that out. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm leaving that in. 
What? Okay, great. So why I embarrass the shit out of myself? Why ain't that our fans and listeners know where they can find you and talk to you and read your reviews and what you got going on? Oh my god, I gotta pimp myself. Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Heather. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I live in a van down by the river. (laughs) (laughs) No. Usually you can, yeah, you can just usually find me hanging out in the dummy room group or you know, take a look over at the Dummy Room podcast website for all my little write-ups and opinions that I share um, for the reviews I write. And occasionally, maybe like two times a year, you might hear me on there with Nate as well. But yeah, I'm I'm always ever-present and looming. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not hard to find. But other than that, yeah, dude, just your everyday run-of-the-mill mom. No, you're, no, no, you're no albums to sell. No albums to sell. No, no <laughs> videos to pimp. You know, just, just reviews to write. Yeah, just well, my we, little we, opinions. Yeah, well, we appreciate them, and we, we, I like reading them and Thanks. seeing what you got going on. It makes me feel like I don't know. Like, is that boring? So, like, having people do shit's pretty cool to watch and, and look at. So, yeah, but this was a blast. And thank you again. It was. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank and you guys will, very much. And listeners will feel like something different next week. You guys have a great <laughs> night. Good luck. Night, night.